The Mesa Chamber of Commerce Inside Business Podcast brings you a unique view of Mesa through its vibrant business community and the subjects that are important. The podcast is produced in the Mesa Chamber of Commerce Media Studio, sponsored by the University of Phoenix. Our podcast is hosted by Mesa Chamber of Commerce CEO Sally Harrison. Please enjoy this episode of the Mesa Chamber Inside Business Podcast. I'm Sally Harrison, the president of the Mesa Chamber of Commerce, and today I'm in the podcast room with my friend, Carol Lawless of Oakwood Creative Care. Carol, welcome. Thank you. Yeah, I'm excited to talk to you because I don't know all of the Carol story. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we, we have a handful of things that we want to talk about, but you are the Director of Community Engagement. I've heard that that is a new title for you. Yeah. So let's start with like your background, like what did you do before you came to Oakwood? Okay. Well, I um, got my MBA from ASU, go devil, <laughs> um, way back when. And from there, I ended up having a family. Um, I started with Anderson Consulting back when they were still with Arthur Anderson and blue suits were the only thing <laughs> worn in that world. <laughs> kind of hard to believe I was there. And then as my family started to grow, I stopped that and I ended up um, choosing to teach a program for my kids' school uh-huh. um, so that they could get it. Uh-huh. Um, and then I had these two amazing volleyball players that really ran us all over. So my daughter played for UCLA mm-hmm. and my son played and then he broke his back. So that ended oh my his gosh. college career. But um, wow. yeah. That kept me busy. Um, I had my parents were older when I was uh, born, uh-huh. like in the forties. Uh-huh. That was pretty. We rare have that in common back then. Uh huh. And um, so I ended up living through my mom having Alzheimer's. Oh. Um, it really showed its ugly self after my dad died from mm-hmm. a heart condition. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were up in Minnesota, and uh, just. That's my kind of lead into Alzheimer's, but um, yeah, I'm like the 55th first cousin on my mom's side and the 27th on my dad's. Oh, you have a large family. A very large Holy family. Holy cow. Wow. You know. Wow. So. Okay, so I'm guessing that that um, relationship with Alzheimer's is what brought you to Oakwood. Right. And I used to work with Maggie's Place. Okay. And Maggie's Place runs homes of hospitality for pregnant women who uh-huh. are on the streets, yeah. but they don't look like homeless people, right? Mm. Um, so... And then I raised monies for uh, private schools Mm -hmm. down here um, where my kids went. And then I ended up at St. Benedict's Parish, and we did a capital campaign um, after my car accident. Uh They found out I had a little knowledge of that. Uh And then um, I got a phone call from Sherry's mom, (laughs) who happens to be a friend of mine. Um, so Sherry's sicking her mom on people. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess Sherry had posted that she was looking for someone in development. Uh And I was like, Oh, interesting. Was my comment on Facebook and look what happens. (laughs) Got to be careful what you post. mm -hmm, uh, Vicki said, you really need to go check it out. Ah. And, um, so I called Sherry and said, Hey, can I come to her and see what you guys do? That's cool. So what year would that have been? That was... Three years ago. Okay. So talk about how 
how you got engaged and what your role has been, because I know you've played a few different roles there. Right. Um, and, and talk about what Oakwood is, because not everybody understands what Oakwood is. Yeah. There's an interesting past and different yeah. name change. And, right, yeah. right, right. So for those that don't know, um, Oakwood Creative Care used to be called the Serine Adult Day Care. Yeah. Yeah. Not and, the most tactful name. Well, <laughs> a wonderful group of women started yes. it because no, they saw the need history. in mm-hmm. Mesa. And we are licensed through the Arizona Department of Health, and they do license us as an adult day care. Yeah. But myself, getting up in my 50s, um, that doesn't sound that appealing to me. No. Um, you it's know, not. I would like some respect. I yeah. don't need daycare, but <laughs> I do need community, and I do need purpose and... Mm-hmm. Um, so about eight years ago, Sherry changed the name when she became the CEO mm-hmm. to Oakwood because the roots run deep into, yes. um, the community right. and the fact that the acorn, every acorn is different. It has a, like a thumbprint mm-hmm. to it. And everyone that, uh, works there, everyone that comes as a member, um, everyone that donates kind of leaves their thumbprint and an impression on us mm-hmm. because um, many of our members teach us so much mm-hmm. like they leave an impression on us sure. that we will have for the rest of our lives yeah. I've had the honor of visiting multiple times and you just leave there feeling so good yes I mean it's it's fun uh, it's humbling it's it's interesting to to interact with some of the clients there yeah. the members yeah. Um, they have great stories to share. Right. So our mission is to enhance the quality of life and spark joy for seniors who are dealing with cognitive or physical challenges. Mm -hmm. And um, I mentioned my car accident. I lived through some physical and cognitive uh, issues Mm -hmm. where a lot of what I did in my recovery was just quilting and painting. Mm-hmm. Little did I know, I was really <laughs> healing myself because the creative center of our brain is the last part, along with your emotional aspect, to be mm-hmm. affected by a traumatic brain injury or by a progressive disease. Mm-hmm. So Oakwood really focuses on that. And we hire art educators and um, cognitive uh, teachers that the members come every day. They do like a coffee clutch in the morning. Everyone arrives at their own time. People come one day a week, five days a week. Sometimes they're there, you know, four hours, eight hours. It's depending on what the family needs. Sure. You know, because Alzheimer's, dementia, and or a stroke, they're all family diseases. Like, they Absolutely. affect the entire family. Mm-hmm. Um, so back to that, like, introduction from Sherry's mom. When I went to interview, they had finished up their exercise, and they were doing Zumba, I I've think, in the I've done Zumba chairs. there. Yeah, yeah. So that was super fun. Very low impact. Very low (laughs) impact. But they get, you know, we get to stop the um, falls. Uh Because if we don't keep moving, you are more susceptible to falls. And those are often what put people in hospitalizations or uh, needing full-time care. Right. Yeah. And so then we were um, watching everyone have choice. Mm -hmm. Um, We also don't focus on the take everything away to keep you safe. We allow um, people to work with paints and um, saws. 
or drills. There have or... been some really creative projects that have come out of Oakwich. Yes. We've been the recipient of some of those things. Oh, good. Yes. Like I, what? I hired the group to, to make me a lemonade stand. Doubles as a kissing booth. I love it. A, a drink cart for certain events. Right. right. But, you know, it's creative. Right. Yeah. So think, of, you know, our members are um, dealing with some ambiguous loss, but mm -hmm. if we can focus on their personhood of who they are mm -hmm. and what they really love to do, mm -hmm. we can keep them busy and having sure. purpose. And they've done um, little teddy bears for Helen's Hope, Aww. you know, to be a way to give back, you know. Uh -huh. So we have seamstresses that like to sew and, Aww. you know, they feel good That's because cool. now they're helping someone else. Yeah. We all need purpose, right? Right. <laughs> Several years ago, we put up a Christmas tree and realized we didn't have anything to decorate it with. So I called Sherry, and uh, I don't know how many were involved, but she showed up one morning with, I think there were six or seven of the clients. They awesome. bust over, and they brought them, and you know everybody stood around, and they were putting them on the tree. Of course, it was... Um, you know, from here to here, right? right like the, right. they're just kind of their eye level. Uh, it was just, it was so much fun. So the next year we decided because it was, um, it, it was kind of the same group that was going to come back that we would have some, some treats. So, you know, we had, a little Christmas we had, party yeah, we had some hot yeah. chocolate and coffee and some, some snacks. Celebrate and life. They walked in and they took one look at the table with the treats and decided that that was going to be the first thing that they focused on. It was so much fun, though. It really was. And yeah. I think we did that three or four years. So we have some That's handmade awesome. decorations from the members there. But really meaningful, right? And yeah. as we're putting them up yeah. this, this year, it's like, oh, this came from Oakland. That's fun. That's yeah. fun. Yeah. So what really hooked me... Yeah. Um, line and sinker was the fact that I had gone into this one classroom where they were painting and then I went into the other classroom where they were doing mosaics and this gentleman had was so excited he had to get out of his chairs and he has aphasia which means he can't get fully get his words out mm -hmm. but with uh, Sherry's help he basically told me that who to thunk it he's an artist and then oh. he told me that he captured the sky he was referring to a paint back in the other room, a painting in uh -huh. the other room. And it was the night cosmos, like perfect. Aww. And it still gives me chills because um, he was 48 years old, so younger than me. Oh, wow. And his wife still needed to work. She was manager of a restaurant, so she could take him with her, him to, you know, open and then bring him over to us about 730. Mm -hmm. You know, we altered our hours to help and yeah. then pick him up after she was done. Mm. And it, it could be any of us. Right. Right. right? We like just don't, you don't know. prepare for that. Right. Um, and seniors so often, you know, you want your independence, so you put yourself in an assisted living place. Right. However, assisted living is just it's an apartment with some breakfast, lunch and dinner right. and maybe cleaning, but where's the engagement? Right. Like you got to keep those neurons firing. Yeah. And you're going to go through your estate pretty fast at $5,000 a month. Right. Right? Right. So. Wow. That got me. So that got you. Yeah, because my mom had some cash mm -hmm. in her uh, time, and we as family decided we were spending it on her as she needed it. Uh -huh. But she would wander the halls of her assisted living looking for engagement, mm -hmm. and she would say hi to people. Mm -hmm. 
But that's all she could say. She didn't know how to ask them a question. Right. Or how to start that conversation of what she was still remembering about teaching in the one yeah. classroom right. in South Dakota or mm-hmm. something like that. Where these cognitive classes, if they're talking about trips, mm-hmm. often they're like, oh, I visited there or um, stuff like that. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, so before we go on to the next part of this, talk about how people can get involved. How do they reach out? What's your website? Oh, absolutely. So um, I started as the very first development director mm-hmm. of it, um, which is pretty cool. And um, we have such a great community um, support, mm-hmm. which we're very thankful for. We currently are up to three clubs here in the Mesa and Chandler is our newest expansion. Great. Um, they are going by like their location. So it's Red Mountain at Oakwood Creative mm-hmm. Care or um, Town Center, the one that's around the corner here right. downtown by Oakwood Creative Care or the perfect place down in Chandler. Mm-hmm. But we're all connected on our Oakwood Creative Care dot org. Great. Okay. All right. So changing gears a little bit. Yeah. You are in our current Mesa Leadership class. Yes, I am. Yeah. So talk about that. Talk about what you guys are up to and what your role is. And I know that you're working on a class project because every yes. class works on a class project. Except yeah. mine. Um, but talk about that. Yeah. So uh, we're a smaller class this year because of COVID. Right. Um, and that delight. I think there's... 11 or 12 of us, mm-hmm. and I think you usually have like 20, mm-hmm. 30. Yeah. Um, we ch- chose to work on a home that is here in Mesa for Child Crisis Center. Mm-hmm. Uh, the boys that live at this home are all in their teens, so it's likely that they will be there. Um, and at that house, our job is to make it a home, mm-hmm. is what we kind of think. So we're going to finish off the backyard put in um, some AstroTurf and try and make it inviting. And then we're painting all the boys' rooms and making some frames for them to have pictures of themselves up and giving them new couches and tables and chairs and stuff like that. That's very cool. Yeah. How many kids, how many boys are there? Eight or ten. Okay. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. I know it's one of those two numbers, eight or ten. That's great. So, I mean, I went through the program and graduated in 2010 and I think for me, I didn't know a lot about Mesa until I actually was involved in this program. I knew what yeah. I knew and didn't really realize all the other things that were going on in the city. And I learned a lot in those, what, eight months of the, of the program. Um, talk about, like, the different um, locations that you've been to. Have you, have you gone on tours? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, um We've done quite a few tours, even mm-hmm. considering, you know, some people are closed down and whatnot. Like, we went to the whole traffic center. That was amazing to me, how they run all the lights and monitor all the streets and everything like that. Uh-huh. And, and there's so much growth down south, which yes, is crazy, crazy. <laughs> um, really crazy. Uh, we went to the airport, Gateway, mm-hmm. and ASU mm-hmm. campus down there. Um, we've been to... Helen's Hope Chest, which, wow, the work they do, it's really cool uh-huh. if you're not familiar with it for yeah. foster families that right. they can go and do their shopping and whatnot. Right. Um, so there's been a lot of it. Um, the mayor has come and spent some time with us. We've mm-hmm. had great speakers, and uh, 
just learning how Mesa works. Runs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's nice because I I believe uh, you know this year's class is probably the same as most, where every month you have a different focus. So it might be how city government runs, and then it could be um, focused on nonprofits mm-hmm. and the arts. And so, I, yep. what's your next class? Do you know? Uh, I think the next class is at the fire and police training oh, facility. That'll be oh, fun. Yeah. Yeah. That'll yeah, be I have great. a firefighter in my family. Nice. So have you done your ride-alongs? No, I haven't. Oh. I just realized I hadn't done them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah take advantage of those because I know some of the things that you have the opportunity to do are optional, but I look back and think, you know, if you can take advantage of all of it, everybody needs to because you just yeah. get so much out of it yeah well and cool. that's how come i'm getting to spend some time with you today too. <laughs> well thank you for shadowing yes. today yes. <laughs> not the most exciting but um I, it, yeah so we, it's we're just neat glad to be here. able to see other leaders and um i think we can always learn something new from someone who's showing some success and well, we've we've got a lot going on. You so do have a lot nice going on. It's nice to involve you, and I'm really glad that you're part of the program this year because yeah. I, I knew how much I got out of it, and I think over the last uh, 12 years that that program's just gotten bigger and stronger. Yeah. So it's it's fun. Anything else you want people to know? What else do I want them to know? <laughs> hmm. <laughs> well, Oakwood also has uh, partnered with... Um, uh, for-profit organization, which is Alley Learning, and they uh-huh. are now doing a curriculum that can be um, gotten for like a assisted living facility or okay. for people who live in a rural uh-huh. America uh-huh. to do at home. Oh, interesting. So trying to be able to say, we're not, you know, this can be done for uh-huh. everyone. Everyone needs to be able to have the emotional support. Mm-hmm. And did you know, well, you do know because you were part of it, Mesa is now dementia-friendly. I was going to ask you to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So how do, uh, explain what dementia-friendly means and how do um, our businesses get involved in that? I, you might have to ask answer the second because <laughs> I don't know how the businesses fully get um Involved, but I know that they can become dementia friendly uh, certified. Right. Um, so dementia friendly is expanding. It's out of Minnesota, I believe, and it's a place where caregivers can come with their um, loved ones and get education. It's usually ran in a library. Um, like I know Tempe was the first in Arizona. Mm-hmm. They run it in their library, and then. There's time together for coffee and socialization and meeting other people who are living through some of the same things. And then they break up and um, those that have a diagnosis are treated to a program that's supported by someone who is trained in the dementia mm-hmm. world. And then the support groups meet and or they might have a doctor come and speak right. or something like that. And um, of course, Mesa's uh, as they're launching it was at the beginning of COVID. So yeah, yay! <laughs> <laughs> it's been hard to get everyone to know. Like I really hope you know as the program starts in this. I don't know if it'll be ran at. Do you know where it'll be run? Well, so you're talking about a couple of different things. Anybody can be become a dementia friend, right? Right. Then there's the dementia friendly um, city 
kind of piece of it where we want to incorporate more activities um, like what you're talking about for caregivers and stuff. Uh, the staff here became dementia friends um, and we all went through the training. Uh, it's very simple. I mean, it's a one hour training basically. Uh, it's not like there's a big test afterwards. You just mm -hmm. have to, you know, go through the training with a certified trainer like Karen is. Yeah. Um, and uh, basically it's more about awareness, right? So right. if somebody were to come in here and have some cognitive issues, we'd pick up on that and understand that they might just need a little more time mm -hmm. um, or, you know, a little more explanation or, you or have that to the, repeat Your yourself. lights might be bugging them. Yeah. You just don't know, right? right? And so um, we're hoping that more businesses can uh, go through that training and have the understanding when somebody will come into their office, their restaurant, whatever it might be, and just um, have that kind of, you know, empathetic um, piece yes. where they can take the time that needs to be taken and, and not um, make a big deal out of it if somebody's, you know, acting out or right. having, having right. an issue, so... Um, not hard, but if anybody wants to reach out, we can certainly um, put them in contact. We have several trainers, um, and uh, you know the goal is to get more of our friends and our um, businesses to go through that process and understand, you know, right. what dementia friends means. Right, and I know for myself when I did that training, the biggest takeaway I had was that their emotions and their past memories are what stay with them the most. Right. And that arguing with them that they're incorrect is totally useless. It's useless because whatever they're thinking is their reality. And, yep. you know, you can't change their mind yep. because there's no other options for them. Right. And, and improv, how well improv works with it. Because I can think of a member needing to go find his car out front. Well, you've been to our town center. He was certain he left it down those front stairs, <laughs> and you're like, oh, your son had to borrow it, you know? Or he's like, still was kind of like, oh, I know it's here somewhere, and I'm like, will you, will you show me where that door is? And we could walk around, and <laughs> it was kind of a gray day, so that made it more like sun, they talk about... Sundowners. Um, sundowners, right. which, you know, a gray day can spark for them, because they're not seeing the horizon and right. the blue or whatnot, so we diverted and had hot cocoa, you know? <laughs> hot cocoa can hot be the answer for a lot ice of things. Cream. There you go. Ice cream is also very important <laughs> in our world. Uh, well, thank you for taking the time to come in mm -hmm. and, and talk about all these uh, important issues, but specifically the work that you guys do at Oakwood. You know, yeah. it really is um, a great addition to our community and we're proud to be partners with you guys. Yeah. We're going to change how senior care is given. It's important. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have thank a you. silver tsunami hitting us right now of those baby boomers. Yeah. Here I am. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. This has been a Mesa Chamber of Commerce Inside Business Podcast. You can find all podcast episodes at iTunes, Spotify, or your own favorite podcast website. You can also find them online at mesachamber.org. Content of this podcast is copyright the Mesa Chamber of Commerce, unless otherwise noted.